We would like to acknowledge the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay our respects to their elders past, present and future. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella. And I'm Dom. And this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture and everything in between. Coming up on this episode. What is the difference between knowing what you want having standards Mm. and being picky. Like, is there a difference? This is just a little, little extra bony. Little extra bony? Oh, (laughs) bony? (laughs) Wouldn't know what that is anymore. (laughs) Oh, doll. Haven't felt a bony in a really long time. Oh, maybe for Christmas I should have bought you like a, like a dildo, but like a. No, I don't like them. Yeah, I know. I don't like those sorts of, I'm not like in love with those sorts of sex toys. They freak me out as well. Like, I've got two at home and I look at it and it just freaks me out. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Everyone has their own little niche when it comes to sex toys. Like, my friend loves using her rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not, like, fully into the rabbit. But I'm probably also just really used to using external clitoris vibrators. Yes. So I'm just used to that. Yes, because you orgasm from external. Yeah. Whereas I'm, yeah. Anyway, but anyway, we're not even talking about sex toys today. We are talking about something a bit different because we had a little bit of a. Um, you ran into someone that you knew back in the day from your beauty days. Yes, so Dom, so Dom, Dom's in Melbourne, guys, and we were at Chadston, the fashion capital of. The Melbourne. fashion capital of Australia, Australia. I think they call it. We, it was amazing. It is amazing. Anxiety inducing. It's a huge shopping centre and I usually just stick to the one area that I know. Otherwise, you get lost. It's too much. There's people everywhere. It's school holidays. You get lost but also as someone who, like, I know I've got underlying social anxiety mm. but when I'm in shopping centres, I really... It makes you realise, okay, I actually do have I do it. have social anxiety. Yeah. Because I was like, at one stage, I was like, we need to get out of here. I need, like, fresh air. Yeah. It comes to a point where you're like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. It's yeah. like you got to be in and out. you got to know what you need. Yes. And then you just get out of there. I'm not one of these people that can just be like, oh, I'm a bit bored today, so I'm just going to go no. to the shops and walk around. That's not me. But some people spend the day at Chudston. People love it. Yeah, they love it. They, like, sit down, might have a coffee on the chair and then continue the walk and then have lunch and then, you know, go to a movie and then go shopping and then have dinner. Like, people spend the whole day I there. I wish I could be that person, but I'm just not. No. Nah. Like, I'm definitely not. I'm, a, like, in and in out. In and out. Come bam, yeah. bam, thank you, Bam, man. bam, get me out of there. You know, spend your money and get out and then yeah. regret it later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> regret. So, so as we were walking out, mm. we ran into one of your old clients. Old clients. She was a client of mine. But we became, became friends. She's literally known me for about six years. She was one of my first clients when I first got one of my beauty jobs. And she was just the best. Like I used to always talk to her about dating and she was always like hearing about my dating stories and in it always failing and never working out. And anyway, she said, she made a comment and being like, oh, but you're picky. Yes. And Dom's like, no. And then it kind of played in my mind. I was like, wait, I don't think I'm picky. I was really like a bit stunned by that because I really don't think you're picky at all. Yeah. Like, I reckon you're the least picky person I know. Yeah. And then it got us thinking, mm. what is the difference between knowing what you want, having standards, mm. And being picky. Like, is there a difference? 
Is there a difference? Is there a difference? Is the whole idea of being picky a very uh, old school mentality mm. of dating? And I, mm. I do think that it's a little bit uh, judgy. Yeah. I think it's a bit judgy. It's almost like a negative term to use. Like I feel like if someone says you're so picky, it's like not a very nice thing. But if someone says you've got high standards, like it's kind of looked at as in you respect yourself. Well, yeah, and it, it just got me thinking of, of a lot of things. Like, I mm. think that it's people that are in long-term relationships that have mm. been together for so many years that look at single people and go, oh, they're just being picky. Yeah. They're just being – they're too picky. They don't want this, 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 mm. this. But then I also thought, well, hang on, would that be the same story or the same question to a man? Do you think so? I Like, I don't ever hear my – like guy mates saying to each other, oh, you're picky, mate, mm. or oh, you're this, you're this. I definitely know that guy, like there's some guys out there who do have high standards and who only like women who might do this or do that. Like I definitely, I mean, I remember with Mitch, like he was saying that he's picky and he's got a certain type of woman that he likes. And I've definitely, yeah, come across guys that are just friends that have said, like, I want a girl that's only blonde, let's just say, mm. or a girl that has a job and that works hard and has aspirations. Like, but I don't feel like men really get looked like that's not like a negative. No, and it, it really is a thing. Like, I mean, even on on maths, like, yeah. you know that Tamara was, like, really mm. you know, into the fact that she wanted someone you know, with a career and yes. all of this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. And if that was a man, I think a man would have been judged a lot more if he's saying, I want a blonde, I want yeah. this, I want this, I want this. Mm. You know, it's it's just standard for a man to be like, oh, you know, I like a woman with, you know, a great ass. Or, yeah. But when it comes to a woman wanting what she wants, it's, it's like, oh, she's so picky. It's called she's picky. And this is the question that mm. we're putting out to you guys. Mm. Does knowing what you want make you picky? Mm. Mm. It's such uh like, that's why we, we had to, like, grab our microphones yeah. and record this because we were just sitting here before and we're like, hang on, this is a really interesting topic. Because it's like, I don't think a woman having high standards is bad. I think that that's just a long period of time where, f- speaking for myself, like, because obviously I've been single for so long and I've dated a lot of men that are all so different and each experience I've figured out what I do want and what I don't want. So, yes, my standard, I think, does become higher because I feel like I've dated all the kind of men with all the kinds of jobs and personalities and traits and values and morals and all of that and I think now it's like in terms of those certain things I do know what I want but it's not a big list no all of that plays into it and yeah we were having this conversation the other day and I remember you saying you like flipped the switch for me in terms of not looking at I guess all of my exes in a negative Mm, way yeah you know it was like well hang on you learnt what you didn't want not what was bad for you. It was yeah. more like, okay, this is something that definitely I don't want in the future mm-hmm. because it didn't work for me. Yeah. It didn't work with my personality and the yeah. kind of person that I am. So I don't think that that makes me a picky person. I think that just is life experience as well. well. Yeah, and I and it's true though. Like I think that so many of us do look at our exes and think about the bad but yes. don't realise, okay, it was bad, but I know that I don't want that to happen to me again. And, you know, you pick up 
early days when you're dating someone, you might be like, oh, this kind of reminds me of so-and-so. You know, he hasn't done this or he didn't follow through or he was flaky or he was late. Like punctuality is a really big thing for me too. And when I meet a guy who isn't necessarily punctual and doesn't make a plan and is a bit flaky, that's like, okay, I've done that 20 times before. I'm not going to go through this again. I don't want that again. And it's not something that I'm going to accept. Yeah. And I think it's a great thing to have standards because – Knowing what you want is it a negative thing, mm. and we really do need to switch that up and stop kind of being in, in a negative way. Yeah. Even, you know, the idea of an ex, mm. even that already has a connotation of it being negative because yeah. it's a done thing, it's finished, mm. it's whatever. But you really helped me to kind of look at all of my history and my mm. past partners and even yeah. my ex-husband in in a positive light because yeah. you've got to always remember if you're in a relationship with someone you're there because at one point you were always happy there yeah. was, there's always going to be positive well, you're with them for a reason yeah and yeah that reason may change when you break up but you can always reflect well i can always reflect on all of the things that i've been with even though they didn't end the way i wanted to yes. there was still always really amazing positives and yeah. i learned so much about me i got to see me in a way that maybe i haven't seen before yeah like the affectionate side or the thoughtful side the selfless side like i'm not really like that unless i have someone right like different partners bring out different mm -hmm. emotions different ways that you feel different parts of you yeah like every situationship or relationship are all going to be so different no one is ever going to be the same and the love that you have for that person it will never be the same kind of love Mm. like if you're in love with one guy and then it doesn't work out and you fall in love again it's a different love you love them for different reasons yes you know when you love you start to love yourself for different reasons as well they might bring out a better side to you than the last love did it was just such an interesting uh comment and it really yeah. did i was kind of like oh i was like wait am i picky i don't think i'm picky and, and like I, and you even looked at me and you're like i'm not picky yeah like, she's the least picky person i know yeah. like come on mate it's so hard to kind of really know because yes i'm open-minded and you know i'm really accepting of men cultures looks tattoos no tattoos like hair you know exes kids like drug addiction substance abuse like all the things i'm very open to all of it because i don't think all of that stuff necessarily defines an individual like i think that it plays a role in their character like their characteristic traits but i don't yeah. think that if they had drug addiction for 20 years it means that he has issues or has a bad he's a bad person exactly. and i don't think that like your past should necessarily define you like you know your number how many men you've slept with i don't exactly. think that, that should define who you are because look i've been single for a long time i've been dating for a long time yeah i've had a lot of fun but my number doesn't define who i am no, and that's you a, know and that shouldn't then define what a guy is looking for like oh if she if her number is higher than 20 yeah i, I don't want it well or, that's just like you I'm sorry, that's really shit of a guy to say. It is. And and there's definitely guys out there. And I, oh, I'm, yeah. And I'm sure that there are women out there that would be like, oh, well, mm, he's he's been a bit of a fuckboy yeah. or mm. something like that. And look, we, we've delved into fuckboys. Mm, okay? We have. And we actually were just sitting here and we just saw that Abby Chatfield has been announced as the host for the new show that is going to be launching in Australia called F-Boy Island. Mm. And it it's just such an interesting concept because the idea of what a fuckboy is yeah. is it's so prominent and mm. it is a thing. And it's becoming lot- more of a thing as well. And it I feel is. like it's going to keep 
becoming more of a thing. As men, I feel, and both sexes, whatever, yeah. whatever kind of relationship you're in, I do think that people are getting into long-term relationships, more serious relationships mm. as they get older. Mm. So there is a longer time and there's a longer space that people have this period in their life that they are going to be able to be a fuckboy. Yeah. And you can be a fuck girl as well. Oh, I'm, I We're was not a fuck saying girl. That, that there's not. You I, know? I've been there. I've done that. I was that, like, for about five years. I was just having fun. I was going out to pick up and I didn't feel anything about it. Like, yeah. I didn't think about them the next day. Like, then it got to a point where I was over it and it wasn't making me feel good, but I've had that. Well, the thing that differentiates what a fuck boy is and just, you know, wanting a good time is being open and honest with that person. Yeah. It's not leading them on being mm. like, yeah, I want a relationship with you, but actually deep down all they want is just the root. It's really, I mean, it, it's so hard. Imagine if you met a guy out and he was like, by the way, like I'm just looking for a good time. Then she probably wouldn't, well, I feel like most women wouldn't just go home with him for that reason. Well, then that's fine too. Yeah. If, if knowing what you want and your standards, mm. that doesn't make you picky. That just makes you, you're protecting your own heart and mm. your own, you know what I mean? Like if he's just being open and honest, that's better that he's open and honest at the moment you meet him yeah. than two months down the track when he's like, look, I'm actually not looking for something. Mm. Like this has been really fun, mm. but I'm just looking to have a good time at the moment. Yeah. I'd rather be told that at the yeah, start. Yeah, than going home and then feeling like shit the next day. You know what I mean? But it is really interesting. Like I do realise as I'm getting older, I am become my standards are obviously rising. Like they get definitely I'm wanting more because I'm so – Independent and like self self efficient, like on my own, self sufficient. Yeah. Like, so you're self sufficient. You mm. also you know what you want and you mm. know what you're gonna, you know what you. But also, I know what I can give. Mm. I know how wow. much I give. Yeah, and and you don't want that to be taken for granted and anymore. It, and and because it, yeah, it has been. It has been forever, yeah. and. I just, I just want to meet someone who can give as much as I can. Yeah. You and know? there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having a standard. There's, you know, having lived and mm. gone through so much with so many different people, mm. um, you've gained experience and you've, you know, gained all of this knowledge and skill. Mm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with putting yourself out there and knowing what you want. Yeah. And attracting that. Yeah. I think, I think that's so. I think being able to know what you want in a partner mm. then enables you to radiate that energy and being like yeah. put that out there and and say, yeah, that is actually what I want. That's mm. the kind of And it's also like I'm not going to really like, and I I know I said this in maths, like I don't want to settle for anything less, but in ways I did settle with Mitch, but I know now, like obviously after the Made in Chelsea stuff too, which I'm, look, I'm not going to count as much because it wasn't really, it wasn't in ways like, I guess, real because I was in another country. Mm. It was, I was only physically in his world world for a week yeah. you know oh well two weeks but not really with him so i'm not going to count that really as much but now as i get older like i'm really not settling for anything less than what i need and what i want yeah and i don't feel like it's it's a lot it's just someone who is actually willing to be as caring and open and patient and like it's it's yeah, really well, not we're a lot. not asking for a master's degree and like no. having a uh, you know a property portfolio of five no. houses like when that's not what we're asking for we're no. just asking for you not to be a fucking fuckwit yeah and just to it's be in the same space as me 
You know, as in like ready for the same things that I'm ready for, which is no games, which is, yes. you oh. know, it's just being real. That's not a lot to ask for. But like, it seems like s- it is. It seems like it's really hard to meet a guy. I haven't, obviously I haven't spoken about my dating life much on the podcast because there hasn't been a dating life, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like there really hasn't. Since mm. Miles, since I got back from London, what, three, four months ago, I have not dated. I have been, my trust is completely broken. Like it really is, which is, which is a shame because I feel like anything that a guy tells me, I don't believe. Which is so sad. And I just hate that. The fact that men have done that to you. Of course. And I'm sure, you know, women can relate, but yeah, I've met some really great guys and they have told me about who they are or, you know, things that they do. And literally I reckon 80% of my mind is like, I think he's lying. Wow. Like I don't trust what they say right now. So I'm not particularly ready to let someone in because my trust is it's not there. Wow. How do you reckon you're going to get that back? Like, I don't really know. even start? Or does it mean just meeting I think it, a person that yeah. you just... You don't feel like you have to question them. But, yeah, that's I think that's what it comes down to is meeting someone who makes you not question anything. But until then, I feel like if I'm questioning anything... Yeah, it might be my trust, but also maybe I have like good intuition. Yeah, and I could no, be you right, do, and you should listen to it more. I know, I, and I've yeah. I've chosen to ignore my intuition a lot in the past with guys because I've hoped for the best yeah. and want them to prove me wrong. Hoping and- for the best never fucking works. It's not about hoping; it's listening to your gut and listening yeah. to your intuition mm. and following your heart and that that feeling that you get, you know, in, yeah. in inside. Yeah, that's like okay, what is this, mm. you know? Because yeah. I think you, your brain sometimes tries to manipulate you. It does. But your heart doesn't. Yeah. I know. There's definitely always two voices in your head that's like, do this, no, do this. Yeah, that, that, it's either the devil or the, the, the angel? angel on your shoulder kind of thing. Yeah. You need a bit of both. You like, do. I feel like you do need that devil yeah. on your shoulder sometimes to kind of come in there and shake you a little mm. bit because, I don't know, like, you know, it does come back to the whole negative connotation thing, like the devil on your shoulder. I don't think he's necessarily a bad thing. It's it's sometimes that heat inside of you but that I, you... I also think the devil can be testing you. Hmm. Like okay. when I've had situations where I'm like, okay, I've been here before. I've definitely dated this kind of person before. Yeah. The little devil's like, go for it. Do it again. Do it again. And then I'm like, I have the choice to listen or for it to be a test yeah. and to remember what you did with the other guy, don't do it, Ella. That's the angel. So I feel like the devil yeah. really tests you. Yeah. And it's I, like these internal tests that like and challenges that if you don't overcome them, you'll keep attracting that same kind of man. And then when you do and you listen to your gut and you finally like, I'm not doing this again, then you'll start to attract the right kind. But if every time you let in that old thing that you've done before, You're just reopening it again and you're delaying the good to come in. You're delaying the right thing to come in. Wow. Do you think when you open yourself up to dating again and and that whole world, is there something or are there things that you know you're going to do differently? Because... Yeah, you've got standards. You're mm. not picky. We've let's just put that out yeah. there. It's not a thing of being picky or mm. not. It's you have a standard, you know what you want, what you need, you know what you can give someone and mm. you know how you want that to be accepted mm. and invited into their life. Yeah. So, you know, knowing what you've been through this year mm. in the year 2022, moving forward, what 
what do you think you I don't what know. do you know? Yeah. You I don't want. think I can be any different. Like, I don't think I can do things as per differently. Like, yep. I, I, you know, I'm the kind of person that overinvests. I'm the kind of person yeah. that thinks about them and what they want to do and blah, 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 like coming up with all these ideas. Like, I fantasize. I do all that kind yeah. of shit. And there's nothing wrong with that either. That's yeah. a fucking beautiful thing. But I think now when I meet someone, like, because of the trust stuff, it'll make me be more cautious. Like if a guy is telling me I really like you and this is going really well, I'll probably be like, I don't know. And that's when I, that's why I don't know if I'm ready to really do it because then that's not fair on the other person. If he's, if, what if he does like me and what if he really means what he says, but I've just got like these trust issues now and I don't believe him. But what if he's trying to tell me the truth? It's like no man needs to like, should really keep reassuring me because of my issue. You know, it's not his fault. It's the people before. So it's my stuff that I need to work on before letting that person in. Like it shouldn't be the next guy's job to reassure me constantly. Yeah, he can do it a few times, but if it's my own shit and I'm still like, I don't believe you after six months, like that's my own thing that I need to work on. And do you think that's because of the past, you know, things that have happened, Mm. that's going to be your biggest struggle moving forward? Trust. It's a trust thing. For sure. Yeah. And like, what they say is actually what they mean because I feel like I've just heard so much from guys. Words are easy. Words to are say. so easy. Words are easy to say. They're easy to, you know, for, for someone to make you believe them, but it's it's actually the actions mm. and the times. And the amount of times, like, guys have told me things I want to hear. It's so easy and for guys to say. It is. And, like, it's a shame. It's a shame that men can so loosely make empty promises and woo you in four weeks' time and then you get your hopes up and you're excited and then they're like, actually, I I don't want to do this anymore. Like, it's a shame that it, it seems so easy for them. Um, but, look, it might not be easy for them too. Maybe they've got a mask on. Maybe they've got their own stuff too. And they've had a history, you know. Maybe yeah. they've had been had their heart broken or mm. maybe they've had maybe they have trust issues and it's like their way of coping now exactly. is pretending to be someone that they aren't and it's it always you know when i always hear of like really bad dating experiences and people that have cheated and done fucked up shit in relationships mm. i always think wow that person's gone fuck that person over for the next one that's what I always think. Like that is why I get so upset when I hear about really horrible dating stories yeah. or marriages that mm. have ended badly or people that have cheated and gone and done fucked up shit. I always think about how that's going to affect it for the next person coming along. Mm. And that's why it really upsets me about what's happened to you this past year because now you're in this position where you feel like you can't even trust the next guy mm. And you don't know where, you, you know, it's just, it's so sad. It is sad because I, I don't think my trust has really ever been this way before either, which is, no, I don't think it's ever really been this way. Like the guys that I've dated, the three situationships, like they didn't really break my trust. Yeah. They just couldn't commit, you know, and they communicated yeah, that yeah. yeah, after a certain amount of time. But now I just think because there's been, like I've never been betrayed before. I haven't, like, I was cheated on, but I was, like, 18, you know, like, I don't remember what that felt like. Yeah, yeah. So now it's, like, this year I guess I feel I've been betrayed in ways that I've never experienced and, you know, going, I'm 20, I'm 29 in four months, so it's, like, 
it's it makes it harder, I think, as you're older going through betrayal and trust issues. Like if you're 40 and, you know, you're married and your husband's having an affair and then you find out like how how are you going to trust someone again at 40? When I mean I'm I haven't been legally married and I haven't yeah. you know been in a long term relationship where I have been cheated on now, but even just the two occasions where I feel like my trust has been somewhat betrayed in ways, it's weird. Like it's it's yeah, it's something new that I haven't really gone through, and I realize that now because I'm not dating. And then when I've met guys out organically, like, you know, I was at my friend's birthday on the weekend and I was chatting to this guy. We hit it off all day. He, he was just like great banter. Yeah. I was having the best laugh with him. He was just so funny and, you know, I wasn't attracted to him, but he, yeah. he was just so funny. But I was literally like taking the piss. Like I thought that he was everything he was saying, he was lying. Like he was wow. saying to me like, um, cause he was covered in tattoos and like, I was really judging him on face value. Like wasn't verbally telling him that, but I was, <laughs> I was like looking at him making an opinion in my mind thinking, yeah. okay, this guy looks like, you know, he's covered in tats from head to toe, like neck, back, everything head to toe. Yeah. And he just had this look about him that maybe he uses drugs and like he's a party boy and you know, yeah. and we got chatting and then he was actually saying to me, he's never touched a drug in his life. And I was like, I don't believe you. And he was like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't believe you. Wow. And he was like, what? Like, I'm telling you that, like, I just, I'm just a drinker. And I was literally like, I genuinely think that you're lying. And he's like, oh, well, I can't change that. And I was like, okay. Wow. And then I asked one of his best friends and he's like, no, he's never, he's like never touched anything in his whole life. And even just that meeting someone on the weekend and him telling me something about genuinely who he is, I was like, no, nah, I don't believe you. Wow. So, like, that's an issue. Like, I, that's an issue. How do you work through that? Like, I, I have I, no I don't, idea. I've never, like, delved into the whole world of, of trust issues. And- I mean, this is the first time for me that I'm, like, the most single I've ever been and I cannot trust. I've never been through this feeling before where, like, I might be chatting to someone and they're telling me something about who they are, but I'm questioning is he? Because you are protecting your heart. You're protecting Probably. your emotions. Yeah. You don't want to go through that again. And see, and this is why it shits me so much when I hear about these bad dating stories, mm. these people that fuck one another over, and then it just leads to this shit happening. And it's so disappointing. It just yeah. really is. And you know what? Like, hats off if you are a listener and you've gone through way worse than I've gone through. Like... Because I really look at my situations not as big as what there is, you yeah, know. Like imagine being married with kids. Oh, my God. Whether you are a woman or off. a man and, like, your partner is out having affairs. Like imagine being in that situation and you're married and you have a house and you might have a holiday house. Responsibilities. And all bills, these things. Like, like kids. I'm, I just, like, compare my situation to that and I'm like, Ella, this is nothing. Like, You'll be fine. It'll just happen when it happens. But hats off to the women or men out there who have literally picked their shit back up and put themselves back out there and being able to trust again and let someone in again. and Big ups, honestly. Go through that whole thing again, like recreating your life from potentially losing the love of your life in the most hurtful way. Yeah, seeing people, like even when I read stuff in our Facebook group, like yeah. honestly, it's just so insightful and seeing and, you know, reading about people that pick themselves back up mm. after 
being knocked down numerous times, whether that be in a career-wise or yeah. in relationships, but it is such it is the strongest form of human like emotion yeah. doing that like i just think it is so mm. incredible and i just know when i went through like my divorce i'm mm. just thinking you know i i recently found as i was moving i found a diary of mine that mm. i had written in in the end of 2019 2020 mm. and looking back on that and just seeing things that I'd written in there being like, I'm so scared. Mm. I'm so worried about what the future holds. Who's going to want me? Yeah. Who's going to want to bring me into their life after I've gone through? Because for a really long time after my divorce, Mm. I labelled myself as damaged goods. Yeah. Damaged goods. No one's going to want me. She's 28. She's divorced already. She had such a short marriage. What the fuck's wrong with her? Mm. Why didn't it work? Yeah. All of these things. I really judged myself heavily. Yeah. And even going into maths, like, you know, how they made a big deal of like, yeah. oh, I've been married before. Is Jack going to want her? Or yeah. what's, her, what's the mother-in-law going to mm. think? All of these things it really did play on my emotions mm. of what my own judgments were. Mm. And it's fair enough. Like, I mean, I went into my maths experience saying that. Yeah. Because I was. I yeah. genuinely was putting myself back out there to date and mm. being like, well, she's divorced. She's 28. Mm. Why? Yeah. But but I also have this thing of if I meet someone that's older, mm. you know, like in their late thirties yeah. or forties, single, mm. never been married, doesn't mm. have any kids, the first thing I think why? is why? 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 Yeah. And I ask people that. Like yeah. I've gone on dates and I've met people yeah. and that's the first thing I ask. Mm. So you're forty something, you, yeah. you've never been married, you've had long term relationships, no mm. kids. What's the go? Like, yeah. why? You know, and I think it's it's a valid question. Well, I think so too. And it's more not coming from like a judgy way, but more of like insightful, you know, tell me a story. Wanting to know more about yeah. them. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I going into maths as well, like, you know, yours was the divorce woman getting yeah. back out there. And mine was the been single for yeah. a really long time. And it's like they're both looked at in a way of, Negativity, exactly, and it, and it all comes back to: Does that mean because Ella's been single for eleven yeah. years? Does that mean she's picky? Yeah, no, I think it just means she's got standards. She knows what she wants. Yeah, and actually, she hasn't found the right guy, mm. and that there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. Like, why is it that she, you have to be classified as being picky when? Hang on, she just hasn't found the right guy. Yeah, I know. It's a really interesting. It really is. And we wanted to just do a quick episode on this and ask you guys about your experience Mm. with this and what your opinion is. And do you think that being, do you think, because I feel like when someone says I've got high standards, it's not really looked at in a negative way. But when someone says, yeah, I'm really picky, that could be looked at in a negative way. Like, do you think there's a difference? Do you think that it should be, do you think it's bad? I don't think it's bad. No, but, I, I think we need to flip it and not look at it in a, a negative way and well, it's a like, negative connotation. I know what I'm worth. Yeah. And I know how much I have to give. Yeah. And that makes me, I guess, I, I do put myself on a high stool, I guess, you know, because I know that I'm a good person. Like I know that my heart is literally like yearning for love, to feel that yeah. love again, and I cannot wait to give it. But it's like I'm not just going to date a fucking young guy anymore. Exactly. You have a level of self-worth. You know what you want. You know what you've been through. But I also know what I deserve. Exactly. Like I do. I know what I deserve. And 
I think I just have to work on my trust, though, guys. <laughs> the trust. And if yeah. you have any advice, yes. there, Lauren, how to work how on do you, trust. How do you overcome that? Does it just take that right person? Are there any books on this? Are there any like, podcasts that we need to listen to? If you've been cheated on or your betrayal has been, your your trust has been broken or something like this along these lines and you struggle to believe what a man or a woman is saying to you, like how do you overcome that? It is such an interesting topic and I'm so yeah. glad we jumped on and, and yeah. we recorded this because I do think it's going to open a really big conversation mm. in our Facebook group, yeah. on our socials. Because I feel like this is also really relatable. 100% it is. Yeah. It's, I think it's so common yeah. and, there are you know, as the dating world gets harder, mm. harder to crack into, mm-hmm. this is becoming a bigger issue because yeah. – you know, we're all doing this later in life, I think, now. And, we, you know, we're, we are putting our souls first. We are putting our careers mm. first. Whereas I think, you know, many years ago it was flipped on its head. Whereas, you know, when I think about my parents when they, you know, got together, mm. it was about finding that person, then doing all of that other life shit mm. afterwards. Whereas now we're doing all of that first. We, we're, we're traveling. We're yeah. you know, finding who we are. We mm. are making all of those mistakes earlier. Mm. We're not making the mistakes when we're, married and have kids yeah and i think it's a better way of doing it really. yeah yeah but yeah we, we really want to know what you guys have to say about this and yeah. how you've dealt with mm. trust issues and dealing with that yeah. overcoming all of that shit and i know that this was because we did do the um we did a q a in the group and i know this was a question someone was like ella what is what are you doing with your dating life right now? Well, this is what I'm, this is where I'm at. So yeah. I don't really know if I'm particularly ready to date. You were taking the time to figure you out, babe. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. Mm. Cause everyone, you know, is so interested in our dating lives. Everyone's of course. so curious. And because it is relatable, you know, what we go through, we know that you guys are going through it as well. And yeah, like we know that it, will help you not feel alone if you are going through something similar. But, yeah, my dating life is pretty dry at the moment. <laughs> it's dry and there's nothing it's dry. wrong with that. It's- and I, I'm totally okay with it. Like, I'm not yep. – I don't feel lonely. Yeah. Um, I know my therapist has asked if I am lonely, but, guys, I'm still going to be you happy really as ever. Like dig, dig that one. <laughs> yeah. Are you lonely? Are you sure? Are you really sure? Like, so, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm good. <gasps> you know, still going to bed at night, really happy about my quilt. And my cat's coming yeah. soon. And I'm I'm not lonely, guys. I'm not, you know, crying over anything at the moment. I'm just like... He should be asking, are you happy? Yeah. Because I think that's something that he should be exploring, the mm. fact that you are happy. Maybe that's next. Yeah. Maybe he's trying to like... Oh, maybe he's trying to ease into it, but yeah. ease into it in like a... How lonely are you? How lonely are you? Are you sure you're excited about your quilt? Mm, mm. That's, that's unpack that. Oh, that sounds a bit crazy, but I do love my quilt. There's nothing wrong with it. And I mean, the bed as well. Yeah. Mm, the bed. And I love the bed. And uh, yeah. I, I snored last night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don did, she did snore. And I can't believe I fell asleep that quick. Dude, you always fall asleep so quick. I love my sleep, man. You can, are out like a light. I can fall asleep anywhere. It's literally a superpower of mine. It I is. can fall asleep anywhere. You can sleep everywhere and anywhere. I could, like, but you I, didn't have your eye mask on last night. I know. That, and that just shows a lot. Because that, that means even without it. Because Dom always sleeps with the eye mask on, and I don't know how you do it. Like, I've tried before. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. Well, the silk pillowcase as well, I really liked that. It is nice and soft, but the 
it's a bit hard. The the foam, it's a little bit hard. See, I liked it. I really just lent into it, and you I did. just I molded. I didn't move. No, I don't think I moved. Last I don't night. think you moved either. Although I will say, you have a um, what do you call it? A robe on on the back of your door. Yeah, because we you sleep with the door closed. Yeah, and there was one point where I moved, and I saw that, and I thought, "Fuck, <laughs> is that a fucking presence? Is that a what is that shadow at the door?" No way. And then I just had to like double take. It's just it's the just robe. the robe. It's just the robe. It's just the robe. There's no one in my house. There's no, no jujus. And can confirm, guys. I did spend like two hours this morning alone in there. You did. Did not feel any kind of no. nothing. No, it's like good. I love it. It's a good, it's good energy. energy. I actually, the monkey used to be there. Yeah. I'm glad he's gone. Monkey's gone. No offense. Monkey is yeah. gone. Monkey's gone. It's James's. Yeah. James has the monkey. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, James. Thanks, James. Thanks for taking the monkey away Thank from you for us. taking the monkey away. And since the monkey has gone, it has been amazing. We love that. And yeah. we're hoping you don't have any monkeys in your life, guys. No monkeys. Thank you so much for listening. And please jump into the Facebook yes. group. We really want to unpack these. And if you have any resources, whether that be books, mm. podcasts that you listen to that have helped you, put them in. Yeah, I've recently know. started reading that book that you talked yes, about. A Woman's Guide to Mind-Blowing Sex. We will put this in the show notes. Yeah. We are going to start doing the show notes. Yeah. Um, it's a great book. I've spoken spoken about it before. It literally taught me how to do everything. Um, it educates you a bit on the history around women and pleasure and all that sort of stuff. But it it's honestly- It's really insightful. I'm really enjoying it. I did order it on Booktopia. They yeah. did have to order it in. So go ahead and order it because it does take a little while to yeah, get in. They've it got to order it in. But um, It's a yeah. great book. It will teach you- Oh, I think someone's at the door. It might be the plumber. It will teach us a lot, guys. All right, guys. We love you so much. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.